You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. to the Beat Cave here in Detroit, Michigan, home of the studio of this radio program, only a cover song. I'm your host, Dan Augustine. Opening today's show, it was Chubby Checker with The Twist. On today's episode, it's a look at the multifaceted Bruce Dickinson. And I know you Iron Maiden fans are probably saying right now, what the hell does Chubby Checker have to do with Bruce Dickinson, one of the best vocalists in the heavy metal scene? 
Chubby Checker was Bruce Dickinson's introduction to rock and roll. One of his earliest memories is dancing to the twist at his grandparents' house. Another early memory was the first 45 RPM record he owned, The Beatles' She Loves You, covered here by Russ Sainty. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, 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 yeah. You think you've lost your love when I saw Santee covers the Beatles' She Loves You, the original 45, but the Beatles was the first record Bruce Dickinson owned. The first full-length album he would get was released six years after She Loves You. It was Deep Purple's 1970 album, In Rock. Here's a track from that album. This is Into the Fire.
Deep Purple with Into the Fire. It was Deep Purple that inspired Bruce Dickinson to become a singer. For those of you familiar with Dickinson's vocal delivery, you can definitely hear the influence that Deep Purple's Ian Gillian had on him. However, before he became a singer, he tried his hands at drumming. And when I say tried his hands, I mean that literally. The first percussion instrument he played was a pair of bongo drums. One of his favorite songs to play along with was the Beatles tune, Let It Be, covered here by Bill Medley. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. In my hour of darkness, she is standing right there in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be, 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 whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Just let it be Though they may be parted There is still that chance that they will see There will be an answer Just let it be I heard her say let it be Let it be Yes, let it be Let it be Let it be Lord, let it be Whisper What's the wisdom Let it be Let it be. She said, Let it be. Let it be. 
Righteous Brother, Bill Medley, with a cover of the Beatles, Let It Be. As I mentioned before the song, Bruce Dickinson used to play his bongo drums to that tune. He also sang along, and when he began singing, he drew attention to himself, and soon afterward joined his first band as a lead singer. The band was called Paradox. But just before their first gig at a tavern in Sheffield, Bruce Dickinson suggested they change their name to Styx, which they did, completely unaware that there was already an American band called Styx. And now to take us to the break, here is Tommy Shaw of Styx with his cover of the Beatles, Day Tripper.
I tell you, that little girl of mine is some kind of a genius. Oh, what's she done? Well, do you know, she's only five, yeah. yet she can spell elephant. Oh, my little fella spelled that last week. He's up to kangaroo now. Yeah, but he's a bit older, isn't he? No, just bright for his age. Oh, thanks, love. He couldn't be any brighter than my Sharon. Oh, I bet she couldn't spell xylophone. She could, too. Oh, keep your shirt on. It's only a game we're talking games, about, games, isn't it? Every kind of game. Game? What game? Games, games, games. No two games the same. Junior games, Scrabble games, from Murford. Murford. Now your kids can get just as much fun out of Scrabble as adults do with Junior Scrabble from Murford. The name of the game is Murford. Murford. And you'll find a Murford gamekeeper in your neighbourhood. Seeing you, Sharon, such a genius. Bring her over home at the weekend. She can teach us all how to play Junior Scrabble. Sorry, she's off to the uni all weekend for a seminar. Junior Scrabble from Murford. Murford. You can always say you bought it for the kids. Games, 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 games. Saturday, ABC Sports presents one of the classic rivalries in college football as the number three-ranked Nebraska Cornhuskers battle the Missouri Tigers. See all the color and excitement Saturday at 3 Eastern time over most of these ABC stations. Hotel Records presents 20 Power Hits, 20 Original Stars, Volume 2, Tommy James. Dawn. Sugarloaf. Partridge Family. Watchworth Mansion. The Bell. Brother, you gotta love the one you with. The Fuzz. I love you. Edwin Hawkins Singer. Happy day. Ocean. Put your hand Guess who? Curtis Mayfield, the Delphonics, Melody, the Dells, Joe Simon, and many more. 20 power hits, a million dollars of talent, only $3.99. KTEL Records, the original and the best. 20 power hits, only $3.99. Available at Sears and Montgomery Warrens.
welcome back to the Bruce Dickinson episode of Only a Cover Song. That was Bruce Dickinson on lead vocals singing Man in the Street with the band Speed. Speed was the band Dickinson sang for after leaving Styx. And like I mentioned in the previous segment, not the Tommy Shaw led band Styx, a completely different Styx. And now here is something else that is completely different. And now for something completely different. I want two, I want two, three, four. Half a bee, philosophically, must ipso facto half not be. But half the bee has got to be a vis-a-vis its entity. Do you see? But can a bee be said to be or not to be an entire bee when half the bee is not a bee due to some ancient injury? Singing. A la dee dee, a one, two, three. Eric the half a B A B C D E F G Eric the half a B Is this a wretched demi B half asleep upon my knee some freak from a menagerie No it's Eric the half a B A filly dum a fiddle dee Eric the half a bee. Ho, 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 tee-hee-hee, Eric the half a bee. I love this hive employee, bisected accidentally. One summer afternoon by me, I love him carnally. He loves him carnally, semi-carnally. The end. Cyril Connolly? No, semi-carnally. Oh. Cyril Connolly. That was Eric the Half a Bee by Monty Python. And if I played Monty Python on this Only a Cover Song episode about Bruce Dickinson, then that must mean Monty Python is tied into the story. And they are. Actually, Monty Python will be part of this episode a few times. The first time was when Bruce Dickinson recorded a demo and sent it to a band that placed an ad in Melody Maker looking for a singer. Dickinson included a note that read, If you think the singing's crap, there's some John Cleese stuff recorded on the other side you might find amusing. John Cleese, of course, was one of the members of Monty Python. In fact, his was the voice you heard singing on Eric the Half a Bee. As for the other times Monty Python will become a part of this story, stick around. That will be later in the program. Right now we have Bruce Dickinson singing lead vocals on Dracula, the song he recorded with Shots, the band whose ad he replied to in Melody Maker. Wait! 
Dracula by Shots, featuring Bruce Dickinson on lead vocals. So far, Dickinson has been in three bands, Styx, Speed, and Shots. All three bands begin with the letter S. He will break this S streak when he joins Iron Maiden. But before that, he will sing in one more S group, Samson.
was Samson with Go to Hell, featuring Bruce Dickinson on lead vocals. Samson was the band Dickinson sang with Aftershots and before Iron Maiden. I have some Iron Maiden music to play for you after the commercial break, but before we get to the break, let's bring Monty Python back into the story, because it was during Dickinson's time with Samson that he adopted the stage name Bruce Bruce, derived from Monty Python's Bruce's Sketch. Good day, Bruce. Oh, hello, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Big crook, Bruce. Where's Bruce? He's not here, Bruce. Blimey, it's hot in here, Bruce. Hot enough to boil a monkey's bum. That's a strange expression, Bruce. Well, Bruce, I heard the Prime Minister use it. Sod enough to boil a monkey's bum in here, Your Majesty, he said, and she smiled quietly to herself. She's a good sheila, Bruce, and not a tall stucker. Here, here's the boss fella now. How are you, Bruce? Good day, Bruce. Bruce. Hello, Bruce. How are you, Bruce? Good day, Bruce. Gentlemen, I'd like to introduce a chap from Pommyland who's joining us this year here in the philosophy department of the University of Wallamalad. Good day. Hello. I'm Michael Baldwin, Bruce. Michael Baldwin, Bruce. Michael Baldwin, Bruce. Is your name not Bruce? No, it's Michael. That's going to cause a little confusion. Mind if we call you Bruce to keep it clear? Gentlemen, I think we better start the faculty meeting before we start now. I'd ask the padre for a prayer. Oh, Lord, we beseech thee. Amen. 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 Great dudes. Now, I call upon Bruce to officially welcome Mr. Baldwin to the philosophy faculty. I'd like to welcome the pommy bastard to God's own earth and remind him that we don't like stuck-up sticky beaks here. Here, here, here. Well spoken, Bruce. Bruce teaches classical philosophy. Bruce there teaches Hegelian philosophy. And Bruce here teaches logical positivism. And he's also in charge of the sheep dip. What's new Bruce going to teach? New Bruce will be teaching political science. Machiavelli, Bentham, Locke, Hobbes, Sutcliffe, Limbaugh, Miller, Hassett and Bernard. Those are all cricketers. I'll spit. Howls of derisive laughter, Bruce. Australia, Australia. Bruce's sketch by Monty Python. Such madness. And in the Iron Maiden video for Can I Play With Madness? Graham Chapman of Monty Python makes a cameo. And that's not the last time you will hear about Monty Python on today's Bruce Dickinson episode of Only a Cover Song. Where in the world would you go to breakfast in France? Do a little shopping in the Casbah? And have dinner in Japan? Where would you go to Hula in Hawaii one night and be on Broadway the next? 
to go for the green and sail off into the blue. Where would you go? Florida, to be together at the world's greatest resort, Walt Disney World. Surprise? I'm Maud Adams. For natural flavor, I like cot a lot, because cot beverages are made with real honest-to-goodness fruit, like sweet, juicy oranges, tart lemons and limes, luscious strawberries and raspberries, and succulent grapes. 30 delicious flavors, including diet flavors, non-carbonated flavors, and the best fruit beer you've ever tasted. All natural, all great. Enjoy the good taste of cot. Natural tastes better, so it's cot to be good. After Millie ironed her cottons, she'd take on the synthetics. How did she know when her iron was cool enough? Uh, she rarely did. Until she got her Westinghouse Fabric Scope iron, the only iron with a heat indicator that tells you when it's safe to start ironing. Get a Westinghouse Fabric Scope, the iron that's safe for fabrics. And relax. You can be sure if it's Westinghouse.
welcome back to the Bruce Dickinson episode of Only a Cover Song. That was Bruce Dickinson on lead vocals singing Run to the Hills with the band Iron Maiden. Put them in the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? Excellent! Dickinson first came across Iron Maiden in 1980 when they were opening for Samson, the group he was singing in at the time. Dickinson remembers watching Iron Maiden and thinking how he would rather sing for them, not Samson. Iron Maiden then went on tour, bringing Samson along as their opening band. At the end of the tour, Iron Maiden's manager, Rod Smallwood, asked Dickinson to audition for Iron Maiden to replace their lead singer, Paul Diano, and he passed the audition. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves, I hope we pass the audition. You are number six. I am not a number, I am a free man.
Bruce Dickinson on lead vocals, singing with Iron Maiden on the tune The Prisoner. Dickinson would sing for Iron Maiden from 1981 to 1993. Blaze Bailey would sing for Iron Maiden from 1994 to 1999. And in 1999, Dickinson would return to Iron Maiden as lead vocalist. And the band is still around, with Bruce Dickinson as lead vocalist. The story ends here, sort of. If you remember at the beginning of this episode, I described Bruce Dickinson as being multifaceted, and here's why. Besides being a singer, Bruce Dickinson is also a fencer, brewer, writer, broadcaster, and pilot. Wow, let me break this all down for you. Bruce Dickinson, the pilot. In 1990, Bruce Dickinson learned to fly a plane and now holds an airline transport license. He worked as a pilot and marketing director for the now-defunct UK airline Astrius. After Astrius went out of business, Dickinson started his own aircraft maintenance company, Cardiff Aviation. As a pilot, he has flown some high-profile flights. A group of British Royal Air Force pilots returning from Afghanistan in 2008. 200 UK citizens from the Israel-Hezbollah conflict in 2006. Scottish and British football clubs to matches in Italy and Israel, but the most rocking plane he flies is Iron Maiden's very own tour plane, a 747 named after Iron Maiden's mascot, Eddie, Ed Force One. Heck, Dickinson even participates in the reenactment of World War One air battles at air shows across the UK. Bruce Dickinson, their broadcaster. Bruce Dickinson hosted radio programs on the BBC from 2002 to 2010. On the TV, or telly, as the Brits would call it, Dickinson has taken part in documentaries on aviation military, even spontaneous human combustion. He has also been on game shows and talk shows. And here's the final Monty Python mention for today's show. He appeared in the 2009 documentary, Monty Python, Almost the Truth. Bruce Dickinson, the writer. Bruce Dickinson has written some pretty humorous books, The Adventures of Lord Iffy Boat Race and its sequel, The Missionary Position. He also wrote the script for the 2008 fantasy horror movie, Chemical Wedding, which is about a Cambridge professor who becomes possessed by Aleister Crowley. Bruce Dickinson, the brewer. In 2013, Bruce Dickinson collaborated with Robinson's Brewery to develop his own beer called Trooper. The beer has sold millions of pints in 40 countries. It is Robinson's most successful export. He has developed several styles of Trooper, including a red and black porter, the one that has a 6.66% alcohol by volume. This is of course referred to as 666. Bruce Dickinson, the fencer. Yes, Dickinson is a fencer. He has competed in competitions around the world, placing 7th in Great Britain, and he owns a fencing equipment company called Duelist. And Dickinson isn't the only talented one in his family. His sister, Helena, is a professional equestrian athlete. His son, Austin, was in the heavy metal band Rise to Remain and his cousin Rob was the lead singer of Catherine Wheel, who I have here with a cover of Who's Gradoos Don't Want to Know If You Are Lonely.
check the tone Or you can just go on and a cover of Husker Du's Don't Want to Know If You Are Lonely by Catherine Wheel, featuring Rob Dickinson on lead vocals. Rob is the cousin of the singer who was profiled on today's episode, a true renaissance man, Bruce Dickinson. Hope you enjoyed the show. And before I go, I just want to remind you to check out Only a Cover Song online at onlyacoversong.com or at facebook.com slash onlyacoversong. You can stream select past episodes at TuneIn and iHeartRadio.